that I lied to you. Oh yeah. I learned about that song when I was like a kid and then I forgot about it and then the TikTok trend of course just brought it back and now every two days I go on TikTok and get it stuck in my head but it's a good sound so at least there is that hi guys i can't believe i'm doing this again and i have a podcast name you guys we have a podcast name Woo! why do i say podcast so weird okay so for you to understand the situation here i am recording this basically half naked too much information but roll with me i was supposed to take a shower like the long two-hour shower where i wash my hair too I have rosemary oil in my hair, argan oil on the tips of my hair. Um, I was preparing to get in there, like scrub myself until I was like super clean. I prepared my hair, I put oils in and stuff and I was like ready to go. I wanted to shower before I recorded this. I sat down this morning, like finalized the script, not like the script, but like the talking points that I want to hit during this episode. I finalized it, I just did my morning routine, had breakfast, oiled my hair, blah blah blah, I was ready. I wanted to take a long shower, then sit somewhere cozy, get comfortable and record this. And I was also thinking of like maybe filming some parts of this so that I could post some clips on TikTok, let's say. But then I... Got in the shower, I turned the water on, and lo and behold, it was not watering. The water was not watering. (laughs) I sound so stupid, oh god. Um, Yeah, safe to say I didn't take a shower, I still have oil in my hair. I'm recording this so that time goes by quicker, so that I can finally wash it. I have a peach iced tea in my hand, so that's the drink of choice. For this afternoon, I just signed up um, for a Threads account. Mark Zuckerberg, the alien, just launched the Twitter competitor app. I hate the fact that Elon bought Twitter and now it's like in shambles. I hate everything about it. I'm a huge Twitter fan. I've been on it since I was like 12. I actually created my account when I was 12 to join a fandom. I was like a huge Dementalist fan, so I got that account to talk to other fans, to do campaigns for the show and whatnot. It's a long story. (laughs) But basically, Dementalist, it's a crime drama. It was a CBS show. It is a CBS show. Um, it was airing from 2008 until 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Around the end of third season, that's when I learned about it and I lost my mind. My mom was just watching it, having a good time. One day I decided to watch an episode with her. Lost my mind completely, like went crazy. Simon Baker, the main actor, I just, I saw him and I was like, this man, he's perfection. 
so I honest to god lost my mind <laughs> I became such a huge fan I just created an account joined the fandom I used to make edits for the show the main couple their ship name was Jisbin Jane and Lisbon I used to make edits wallpapers whatnot for them we saved the show they wanted to terminate it after the sixth season we decided we wanted the seventh season so we did a whole campaign on twitter we used to tweet like 10,000 tweets a week we used to trend hashtags we used to send physical things to the studio we just basically did everything we could and we saved the show the main character patrick jane he loves tea and he used to make this origami animals for Lisbon, the detective who we shipped him with. So we sent a bunch of tea bags, teacups, and origami to the CBS headquarters. We sent them our trampoline. It was crazy, you guys. The best years of my life. <laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, that's when I joined Twitter and I've been on it ever since. My main account, the one that I had since I was like 12, 13, it got suspended three years ago because I was tweeting about the war that was happening in our region. So Twitter just suspended my account. Now I have an account, but I just use it to scroll and like to read other people's tweets. I don't tweet anymore. Which is a shame. I love Twitter. I love the fandoms on there. It's just the perfect place for information, for entertainment. If you want to laugh, you know for sure if you go on there, there's going to be something funny. So it breaks my heart that Elon ruined it. Um. Yeah, so I signed up for threads like an hour ago. Not even an hour. And I'm just waiting to see what this turns into. Maybe it becomes the next clubhouse. And it goes to shit like in 20 seconds. But yeah, I didn't like Clubhouse. I honestly thought it was super cringy. But I know some people really liked it. It was this app where you had to get an invitation to sign up. And then you would join like discussion rooms. Basically, there were like topics. And people who would talk about those topics at certain times. It was like going live with just audio only. So people would have discussions on their debates, classes, whatnot. It was, I can see how it was like beneficial to some people and how it was fun, but to me it honestly sucked. And I think threads might flop. Um, I don't know, so we'll see. I'm gonna be on there watching everything unfold. But yeah, uh, enough about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, as if any of you care about those things. Yeah. Um, Okay, the exciting news. We have a podcast name. This podcast is called A Girl's Life and Whatnot. Why? I wanted to call it Life and Whatnot because I wanted this to be a podcast where I can talk about anything and everything that just comes to my mind. I wanted it to be a platform where I can just share my thoughts, my feelings, whatever is going on in my life and like discuss certain topics. So I wanted the name to actually reflect that but I also wanted it to be the name to be a bit girly uh, so my best friend she suggested adding a girl's life um, to the title so I did and now it's called the girl's life and whatnot I'm the girl I'm gonna be talking about my life 
in discussing all of those topics that I want to discuss and that's the whatnot part. I am so, so grateful to every single one of you who listened to this, every single one of you who responded to my Instagram story where I announced the podcast, every single one of you just like, I'm so, so grateful and I'm, I love you guys, I have amazing friends, like the network of supporting people is just so so cool and so amazing that I have you guys it was like overwhelming for me and I'm very happy that you gave this podcast a chance listen to the first episode like I said it's only gonna be onwards and upwards from here so whoever else joins my journey all of you are welcome here and I'm like incredibly excited to have you here Today I actually wanted to talk about a topic that is a bit on the heavier side. Uh, I wanted to dive into the topic of jealousy. It's this nagging feeling we have all experienced at some point or another. And I think it's a feeling that can create a lot of shame and embarrassment too. So I wanted to just talk about it because it's... A human emotion we all feel it and I wanted to kind of destigmatize it so grab a blanket if you're somewhere where it's cold grab an iced tea if you are somewhere where it's really hot like me get comfortable and let's just explore this intricate world of jealousy together jealousy like any human emotion especially negative one is a complex emotion and it can be triggered by various factors such as comparing ourselves to others the fear of losing something with value it is natural to feel jealous from time to time it is natural to feel down from time to time all human emotions are valid but it is crucial to understand how it affects us and how we can actually navigate it in a healthy way. Feeling our feelings is important, just letting them pass through ourselves, but also knowing how to regulate them, how to regulate our thoughts while we're experiencing those feelings. When I say it is normal to experience jealousy from time to time, I honestly mean it. And I'm not talking about the jealousy you feel in relationships right now. That is another topic for another day. But it's also a normal human response to feel it sometimes. It's just what we do with it that matters. I know, again, we live in a society where you're saying that you're jealous of your friends' achievements, of their relationships, of their salary is not a good thing and so you keep it to yourself but I think opening up about this in therapy opening about this to yourself like being honest with yourself journaling about it is super important it's a normal feeling it's okay to feel jealous when your friend gets promoted and you have not been promoted Recently, it's okay if you started working at the same time as your friend and they're making more than you, so you feel jealous of it. It's okay if you're single and you see your friend in a loving, incredible relationship and you feel jealous and you want it too. 
all of those things are okay. What is not okay is acting in ways that are going to harm those people just because you feel jealous. So this is why it is incredibly important to just understand how we can navigate it in a healthy way and like overcome the feeling. Because all of us, even if we don't admit it, all of us feel jealous at one point or another. I do feel jealousy sometimes from time to time towards people I don't even know well or some things that they have that I might want to possess too. I might look at someone who's like very easygoing and very extroverted and gets along with every single person easily and has a big group of friends and feel jealous of that because I'm not like that and I want to be. I cannot make friends with everyone. I can converse with people easily. I know a lot of people, but that doesn't mean I have close relationships with a lot of people. I have a handful of friends that I trust that I can get on well with. It's not a bad thing. I actually value the fact that I have such amazing close friends. But sometimes when I look at big groups of people and I see them making plans, just traveling together, having fun, I do feel jealous because I would like to experience that too. I would like to have a big group of people that get along perfectly, like have a blast together, that just like to travel together, like to create together, like to have fun together. Um, That does sometimes ignite the feeling of jealousy in me, which is okay. But what I do about it is I go to therapy and I talk about it. (laughs) This is the podcast where I'm going to mention therapy 10,000 times. I always talk about these things with my therapist and then she always has incredible insights that help me view the situation from a different light. So just the fact that I know that I'm feeling jealous and I can identify the emotion and then I then can identify the cause of the emotion, the source, and see why my brain is making me feel the emotion is already a big step for me because then I can handle it and I can regulate it. I can feel it, I can let it pass through me, and then I can regulate my thoughts around it. So that the next time, I either don't experience the negative emotion, or when I'm experiencing it, I know that it's temporary and I know what to do with it. Through my experience, I learned that jealousy often stems from our own insecurities and unmet desires. It's not about the other person. Honestly, it's not about them, because you don't know anyone as well as you know yourself. It's about how we perceive ourselves in comparison. Recognizing this, I think, is the first step towards addressing jealousy. How can we manage jealousy and transform it into a positive thing? I think there are a few strategies around this that I'm going to go through all of them. I mean, all of the strategies that come to my mind. But again, I think it is important that I mention I'm not a therapist. I am nowhere qualified to give advice. So whatever I'm saying, just take it with a grain of salt. View this as entertainment, even if I might sound serious. This is just me having my fun. I'm 
recording my silly podcast and drinking my silly iced peach tea. That is it. The first step to addressing and understanding, I think, any emotion ever is just self-reflection and awareness. Taking a moment to pause and to reflect on the underlying reasons for jealousy is the key, in my opinion. I think it is the key because you understand the root cause and once you understand the root cause, then you know what to do with it. Is it rooted in your fear of failure, like I was talking about the last time? Is it the lack of self-esteem? Understanding this, I think, allows you to address it more effectively. So if you know it's the fear of failure, then you can go and do everything I talked about in the last episode. Um, If it's self-esteem reasons, you can start working on yourself. I know it is easier said than done because self-esteem, it just takes so much work. And sometimes we don't feel like doing the work. But I can assure you, like, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. Even if you feel, like, super confident, even if you feel like you have the biggest ego ever, which I think I do, sometimes working on your self-esteem is the key to everything. And I think, from my experience, if you don't want to admit to yourself that you're jealous of something, it is most of the time connected to self-esteem issues or not even just issues just like your self-esteem in general because if you admit that you're feeling of jealous of something your brain might perceive it as you admitting that you are not good enough or that you're lacking and that's going to affect your self-esteem i think the best ways to work on your self-esteem again therapy incredible for working on your self-esteem learning tools to regulate your thoughts and like to stop them from spiraling to differentiate the truth from the false thoughts and whatnot but if you cannot afford therapy which i i know not everyone can just like writing down whatever you think about yourself on a piece of paper and finding evidence for it either to support it or to deny it is the crucial thing here so you can actually like objectively understand who you are and what you possess and then you can start working on the things that don't satisfy you if it's if it's something related to your appearance you can start working on it you can start going to the gym if you want to i am someone who's never against plastic surgery who actually thinks that anyone wants to do something for their happiness that is not going to harm themselves or others can do whatever they want so you can go down that route um if it's something about your clothes that you don't like you can start maybe changing those things like learn how to sew or go shopping whatever it's just finding the root cause of it will help you to actually find solutions for it and i think this brings me to my second strategy the focusing on your personal growth strategy I think rather than comparing yourself to others, just shifting your attention inward, like genuinely focusing on your own progress is the best thing you can do for yourself. So if you have self-esteem issues, instead of comparing yourself to others and then finding things that you're not happy about, just like genuinely focusing on yourself and whoever you are, whatever you're doing and like taking into account the person that you are like wholly genuinely because you know yourself better than anyone else and going from there is the best thing you can do for yourself 
my therapist always says that when you're comparing yourself to others, you're always going to be unhappy because you are comparing your whole being, like your whole journey, the entirety of who you are, your failures, your wins, your history, your everything, just life story, to someone's one side that you genuinely like. So you always are going to feel bad if you do that because you're comparing yourself as a whole being to someone's only good parts. Even if you think you know that someone really well, even if it's your best friend and you know everything about them, still the comparison is not going to be objective and it's not going to take into account every single aspect of their life because the only person who knows everything about them is them. So instead of wasting your energy on just comparing yourself to other people, feeling unhappy about it, which is inevitable, and just spend it on your growth, you can set personal goals and work towards them and use that energy here. And it's going to make you feel so good, you're going to get addicted to it. And it is also important to celebrate each milestone along the way. Because we're used to doing this for others, we often forget to do this for ourselves. And this is my next point. The third strategy to overcome jealousy is to practice gratitude. I think it is very common in our day and age to talk about doing it. It is just widely discussed, but not properly implemented in real life. We do this so well for other people. I know some people are like genuinely haters and they don't really celebrate other people and they could care less about others' achievements. But if you're a relatively good person, um, you're going to do this for other people. But a lot of us who do this for others, we forget to do it for ourselves. We celebrate each tiny milestone for other people and then we think of those things as a given for ourselves. Yeah, they got the job. Good job. They're so amazing. They're so smart, so hardworking. Amazing. We celebrate that. When we get the job, we're like, it's a given. Of course I got the job. I'm not going to celebrate getting the job. That's like the minimum. And that is how we actually beat ourselves up. And then we discourage ourselves unintentionally from trying new things. Because if you, your brain just keeps trying and trying and your body keeps trying and trying and you are always dissatisfied with it, then your brain will stop wanting to do more because whatever it's been doing so far has not been appreciated. So it doesn't make sense to do anything else. Jealousy often blinds us to the blessings and the successes in our own lives. We always try to focus on the negative, on what we're lacking, and we always forget to celebrate ourselves. I think this is why you need to take time each day to cultivate a sense of gratitude for what you have accomplished and the positive aspects of your life. And I don't mean like every single day writing down the whole life story and like what you did in your childhood that you're grateful for, what you did when you were like 14. No, I mean even during that day, just like, I'm grateful that I woke up early this morning. I'm grateful to myself that I went to the gym today. I'm grateful to myself that I actually focused on work and I got this task done today. I'm grateful to myself that I'm taking the time to work on myself wherein I could just be lying down scrolling on TikTok mindlessly. Those tiny things matter. Every single bit of effort you put into yourself matters. So if you start acknowledging it, your brain 
will start noticing the pattern and your life honestly will become better. And I can tell you this from my own experience. I'm someone who's very critical of themselves. I judge myself very harshly. I expect the best from myself and I'm never happy unless I get things perfect. Well, I was never happy unless I got things perfect. I've been working on this for like four months now, like working on this every day for four months now because I've been working on it for a long time, but like genuinely putting effort into it for like four months now. Every single night before I go to bed, I go to my mirror. I have a big mirror in my room and I thank myself for the things I've done during the day. I thank myself for taking the metro instead of getting a taxi, for example. I thank myself for waking up early on weekends and going to therapy. And I promise you, my brain has started noticing these things and I've become more positive towards myself and I've started appreciating myself more and it just makes me happier. I wake up a bit happier every single day. So if you start doing this for yourself, I can promise you it's just gonna make things better. The fourth point that I have for overcoming jealousy is, it's gonna sound counterintuitive or honestly too basic to some people but like supporting yourself with a network of great people like building a supportive network i think is crucial for a lot of things but especially to find inspiration and encouragement in these people instead of jealousy and the feeling of lack if you support yourself with positive people and supportive people who inspire you and who encourage you and you share your feelings of jealousy with trusted friends you're gonna feel much lighter and you're gonna have more perspectives around it and it's gonna become much easier to navigate those feelings. If you have mentors who can actually offer guidance, that is amazing, but not everyone has mentors. Even just friends who you trust and who you actually think highly of can be super, super helpful in these situations. Talking to my best friend is one of the most grounding things that I do. Whenever I feel anxious, whenever something's on my mind, I just have a chat with her. We go, have a walk, um, get some mochi, <laughs> just sit down, talk to each other for hours, and my head becomes 10 times clearer after that. Talking to my mom in some instances also super is super helpful. Just like having someone you trust and you think highly of who will listen to you and who will offer their perspective to you that you value, this is important, is one of the best things ever. And the last thing that I would say is helpful for overcoming jealousy and like navigating it is just practicing mindfulness and self-care. All of the points that I mentioned before this, I think, are part of self-care. But if you just engage in activities on purpose that bring you joy and help you stay present and grounded, and just make you more mindful those are going to be crucial in identifying your feelings and like feeling them and letting them go mindfulness practices like meditation or journaling can calm your mind and they can reduce this negative feelings grip on your thoughts if you write your thoughts down on a piece of paper just like whatever comes to your mind so you take it out of your brain and onto a piece of paper where it's tangible and it's going to be so, so much easier to just read it and understand it. Um, it is now days later. I thought I recorded everything, but it turns out the last bit, for some reason, either got deleted or it wasn't recorded. 
I heard a knock on the door. I went to see who it was. I thought it was my dad, so I yelled, enough. I got it already. And then it turned out it was the courier, the lady that always brings my mail. <laughs> so that was awkward. Um, she saw me in my pajamas and with oil in my hair and everything. So yeah, that was a situation. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week with a much later episode where we will talk just about silly things. I just want the next one to be fun in the spirit of Barbie. <laughs> Very excited about Barbenheimer this July, but we'll get into it more, I think, next week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you soon. I love you. Bye.